Is everybody ready? Look at the baby. I miss my Oreo. I'm ready. Where's Steph? Oh yeah, are we doing this without Stephanie? Cause I'm down. I'm ready. Can you sit on the mic? Let's go, Steph. Let's get dropped. It's your favorite primas. We're here. Favorite primas. <laughs> it's your favorite primas. <laughs> <laughs> this episode may or may not have a discussion about sex and sex toys. All right, here we are at our third episode now. Can't believe we've made it here. Um, so shout out to everyone who's listened to us so far and who's tuning in again today. We really appreciate all your support. Are you guys ready for tape number three? I'm passing the mic to the person who used to eat dog food with me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm Alex Ann. Um, I am obsessed with animals, dogs specifically. I guess I wanted to be like one. So I would try dog food with Valerie. <laughs> a little bit about me. Um, I am married. I have two daughters, a six-year-old and a two-year-old, have a lot of animals and fish. Um, so thank you so much for listening to me today and let's get started. Okay, I'll start with the first question. So we'll go the relationship route first. We'll talk about that. How old were you when you met your husband? I believe I was 18. Yeah, I was 18 years old when I met him. Funny story actually is um, he would talk about me to your mom and she'll be like, oh, that's my niece. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. And also just so you know, me, Matt and Alex and just like, like to follow each other and work together everywhere. <laughs> We've been working together since we were 18 years old. <laughs> Literally <laughs> got fired in the same year too. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize you were 18. I was, it was, yeah, I met him. He was 19 and I was 18. Met him right when I graduated. Oh. Well, not when I graduated, a couple months after, but I met him. Right, right at the high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you guys meet? At Best Buy. No. Ooh. Met him oh, working. Oh, I know. I don't work there anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I worked as a cashier. And he was a sales associate. And one time he came up to me, it's called a code one to help when we need help when I'm running behind on being a cashier. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> so he came up, he pretended to be Superman, did this. Um, and then he asked me to wing daddies. And I was like, um, okay. <laughs> Wait, was this all where you guys had a long line? They're yeah, all kind of. <laughs> oh, I don't care. <laughs> Everybody's cheering, and the, the next one in line's like, "Can we get over with?" Like, come on. <laughs> say yes. Say yes. <laughs> Can't say no to free food. <laughs> You're like, like right now, should I clock out? <laughs> what is your favorite part about being married? I. I think my favorite part is just having my literally my best friend where we can just laugh 
Um, we love putting the girls to bed. We love, we read stories together. And then we have our alone time, whether it's watching videos um, or what kind of videos? watching TV. Yeah. That's <laughs> what, what? Sorry, it's explicit. I'm just kidding. It's for the kids to sleep. <laughs> You know, because I like to eat my kids' snacks <laughs> without them knowing. Um, what would you say is the hardest part? Um, I feel we have very different personalities. So he's very um, outgoing. I'm more of timid, shy. So sometimes we clash a little bit just the way we would react to things like with parenting or like yelling at the kids versus like, no, just explain to her, like, um, but he thinks it's more effective to yell sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to understand his point of view because of his personality and vice versa for him to understand you. It does. It takes a little, we don't fight very much, but when we do, it's because one of each of us hurt someone's feelings and then we have to kind of we will go a whole day without like speaking we'll be like very passive aggressive like throwing the trash hitting them with the trash <laughs> <laughs> um so i think that's just aggressive i don't think that's yeah awesome. i don't know where the <laughs> passive part is i think that's a form of abuse <laughs> but it's mutual i'm, I'm, I'm sorry matt. i'm sorry matt but to be honest he i feel like i grew up my sister and him kind of have the same personality. So I yeah. kind of know a little bit like how to interact with him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what's hard is that we are both super, super family driven. And holidays is probably the only time we fight because we're fighting about going, no, I have to go to my dad's. And then he has to go to his grandparents. I'm like, what about my family? Mm-hmm. Like that's three, mm-hmm. almost four different houses. Imagine if my Arizona family lived <laughs> here, like it's even, yeah. it's even worse. So I think that's, that's what's hard. How do you guys decide all that? Like who's going to get what, what year, like more time to, or how? That's why, that's why you don't get married guys. um well I think it was a couple years back we came up with okay if you get Thanksgiving um we still see everyone but it's who it was very important for him to say grace Um, my family's not super religious in that way but his grandparents are so I would make it to the point where we were there with his grandparents to say grace Um, and Christmas Eve I feel like very important to me it's also very important to uh, so backstory, his, he has, his parents are separated. So he has his mom's side and then he has his dad's side and then he has his grandparents' side. So it's just very, it's a lot. So his dad's side and my mom's side and my dad's side all want to get together on Christmas Eve. So um, we kind of, that was more important to, so we switch off who goes first to Christmas Eve and then I end up going second to the other holiday. And I think you kind of did a good segue into the next question. And I also want to add, you're a house full of water signs. Also, I think that's a big factor. (laughs) Two Pisces, two Cancers. Yes. Yeah. So I understand the throwing trash at each other. (laughs) So wait a minute. Are all of the girls besides Mia Cancers? Yeah. Cancers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. But so you talked about how you manage the holidays and everything. So overall, how do you balance your little family, your four of you? with all those sites that you're talking about? I came to the conclusion um, that my, our family comes first with everything. That's just 
Um, that's our family at the end of it. Um, everyone else like opinions or if they get upset with us, like, I, this is why I love my husband is that he's like, I don't care what they say. What do you want to do? Like, what does our family want to do? And that's why this year we, um, hosted Thanksgiving. If they don't want to come, they don't come. That was a whole thing also for my daughter's first birthday. Um, I know everyone wanted us to have like four different birthdays for her to have different families. <laughs> to go out um and then because his mom and dad sometimes they wouldn't they haven't they don't really speak <laughs> so we decided if they don't want to come to our birthday they don't want to come it's all one party so we think of our um what we want to do first and then if everyone else wants to follow cool if not well then we'll see you another time that's smart you put it on them to make the decision that's smart but I also feel like that's like the number one rule to self-care is like you do what you want unapologetically and you know your intentions were never to hurt anybody and you at the end of the day should feel okay with that. You know what I mean? Like if other people feel like, why would you do that? You don't care about me. It's like, no, you think that that's not what I was doing. Like you thought that, you know what I mean? Don't put that on. <clears throat> yeah. And I think also as being a mom, I think that's one thing I always give every and any mom, like a new mom or whatever. I'm like, don't ever compare yourself to other moms or to yeah. other kids, because then you're like, spend your whole time trying to be the perfect mom to do X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. And it's taken me a lot. I can be a people pleaser and I just want to stretch myself in all the time. But I just came to the, with the help of my husband, he's like, just don't worry about everyone else and just do what you want to do. And that's how we it's just such stress-free <laughs> yeah you're a people pleaser in recovery yes <laughs> speaking on the same topic what do you think has been the best or biggest boundary that you've set with family oh, that's a tough question I didn't even know that one was there <laughs> <laughs> overall our families I don't really have to set very many boundaries but I did I do want to make it what about Aria and when Ariel can more talk a little more, decide for themselves what they want to do, not what you you guys would have done if it was you as a little girl, kind of. Right. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the mom life. So do you feel like it takes a village to raise kids? I personally, I do. Um, I never realized when I um, lived here in El Paso, I had my mom when she wasn't working, my sister's when Vivian was not working or to work every day, apparently. <laughs> She's a hard worker, I tell you. I haven't had a day off in 16 years. <laughs> um, until I moved to um, San Antonio, I realized I had, we had these amazing friends. It They literally would pick up Aria. They would be like, oh, I'll watch Ariel, even though they had four kids of their own. They were always there to help. Um, and it does, it really does take a village. I don't know how single moms do it and moms who don't have like a family around them I commend them because I know how they would do it what do you consider your parenting style like do you think you're a gentle parent is it a little bit of both of you and your husband's personalities or well you have to have gentle kids <laughs> um, I think gentle parenting works a little bit better with my youngest just because she doesn't know why you're getting mad at her so you kind of have to be like okay let's do this my oldest Aria she's been uh you know she's six going on 16 so she, 
<laughs> she's a little bit different. Sometimes you have to like put your foot down, um, raise the voice a little bit, but she's just so curious about everything. Wants to know every little detail that you're doing. So sometimes it can be a little frustrating, but you have to explain to her, you know what, this is why, and this is how, and then also there's now she's in school, there's influences around <laughs> her of how will their parents do this let them do this and she has a phone and she can do the middle finger I'm like what are you, and I just have to I feel I'm a little bit more gentle at times I, I try to do the like explain to them what's going on because Aria she does she's very has a lot of emotions mm-hmm. so she takes everything to heart so you kind of have to explain to her this is why daddy yelled or this is why we got mad at you and um, so I think it's a mix. I don't have a specific, I sometimes would do what my sister does or sometimes what Matt's mom used to do or my mom, how she used to treat us. And it's just, I take a little bit of everything I've learned throughout the years to kind of see what works. I think that's the best kind of parenting, co- a collective, just yeah. taking everybody that's already done it. Still learning. Yeah. <laughs> not just about like their ages. Like I know like with Ariel, it's hard to like really explain things to her, but you think like based off personality you would be different with Ariel when she's six versus how you are with Aria at six I tell you yes because I think Ariel is a thug (laughs) (laughs) she's so different she's she's very sassy so is Aria but Aria is like more of a sweetheart Ariel's like I do not give (laughs) they say that about the second child though you know (laughs) that they're like a whole like the one the first child always tricks you to think like oh it's gonna be easy they were so easy and then the second child comes and it's like it was just like a trap (laughs) actually my kids were they're both easy like they're always been able to go to bed at 8 p.m their personalities are a little different I actually feel my second child is my dad reincarnated like yeah. the way he she talks the way he's she's sarcastic her facial facial expressions she loves rock music like mm-hmm. it's so she looks just like him it's, it's so crazy because yeah, I feel like with me and Stephanie like I don't think what works on Stephanie works on me or vice versa nothing worked like, on me for sure <laughs> like we're so different you know like mm-hmm. I just I wouldn't think the same thing would work with. Yeah, no, it really 100% depends on person. But you know, they do say like every child has a different version of their parents. Yeah. And do you ever feel like, because sometimes I feel like kids also, it could be good and bad. Because I also feel like kids will be like, you just let Alexandra do whatever she wants all the time. You never get mad at her. But then in reality, it's like, well, it's not that I'm getting mad at her. She's just different. And do you ever feel like kids never understand that until they have children? I, you know, I think Ariel, Aria, sorry, is going to have <laughs> the, right now, I've been having so much mom guilt because she been kind of being misbehaving in school so I I've been a little bit more hard on her not realizing that it's it's I just really I took her out of a school last year in San Antonio to come to a brand new school where she didn't have any friends so she's just trying to learn as she goes and I always I always tell her I'm so sorry I was mean to you today like and she's like it's okay mommy I love you like she's just she's the sweetest um 
it it is I feel she is gonna get a different version than Ariel she's like why why does Ariel get this or why did you give her a snack when she was crying like why didn't I get a snack so we got to do around here <laughs> she stopped crying <laughs> brings you a snack when you're crying in the bathroom and then I, I have to remind her you know what Ariel I have to carry just me <laughs> just you just me okay just me I do have to remind her you know what you're the big sister you have your own tablet you have your own friends like Ariel doesn't have that Ariel doesn't get to just go to her cousins whenever she wants and spend the night mm-hmm. all the time there and I'm like do you want to go back to being a baby like where I had to hold you and yes. she's like <laughs> <laughs> she's literally like yeah i'm like you want to put diapers on again no <laughs> it's that oldest child they have a lot of pressure to be you know the best they can leader <laughs> do you see a big difference in the way you're parenting them also because when aria was little you were working full-time and right now you get to be a stay like a full-time mom yes it's very different i I, I know I raised Aria, but also I had a lot of more hands in raising Aria. So bedtime routines were different because probably every other night she was with the grandparents because I would close and I would open at six in the morning or seven in the morning. So it was, they were like, just leave her here because they, she sleeps in when she's here and rather you waking her up at five in the morning to drink her so it was very different with Ariel she's like set like on schedule I get to enjoy it um I wish I had that time with Aria but she I had a village to help me with Aria I do enjoy with Ariel I get to be there like 24 7 Mm -hmm. it's a blessing in disguise losing my job (laughs) now we know who her favorite child is just kidding So you do get to spend more time with Aria too now, right? When she comes home from school, you get to be with her right away. I do. I get, I walk her to the bus or if really I drive her to school, (laughs) it's actually been my motivation to go to the gym after I drop her off. I go to the gym because I'm already there. Um, take her to her cheerleading, get her outfits. This she has her like Christmas edition at school. So I've been doing her hair every day or getting her ugly sweaters, her socks. <laughs> so I get to enjoy that with her. Yes. All right. What has been the biggest lesson motherhood has taught you? Um, patience. <laughs> uh, I feel that I I thought I had a lot of patience. And then when I had my first Aria, <laughs> I I would catch myself being impatient. And I just, she, I feel like she had to always be on doing something new. So it taught me patience. I couldn't just go to the kitchen and cook. And she'd be like, I want this. I want this. No, I want to go outside. No, I want to go here. I want to paint here. So definitely patience. <laughs> Yeah. And what you said, you thought of yourself as a patient person. Like I would describe you as a patient person, but kids are a whole different ballgame. Yeah. I imagine. Don't get me wrong. I I'm kind of patient with my kids. It's harder with other kids. To be I always, I want to be a teacher, but then I'm like, I don't think I want to be a teacher. <laughs> what is one thing you want your daughters to know? I want them to know that it, always okay to come to me no matter what they did what they're in I want them to know I'm always here I love them they can always come to me with any 
any problems and I don't want them to like seek out to someone else. I want them to have a safe space with me at all times. I think that's super important because I think especially kids and once they get to like that age where they're like exploring and wanting to know things and I feel like sometimes they take influence from their friends or sometimes like you know how you're there's always that friend that knows everything about everything you know but sometimes it's wrong and then they can think like oh this is what I do just like how you said like the middle finger thing um you know (laughs) because I guess kids do that now but we really shouldn't judge that much like I don't know if you guys recall like so my grandpa Mr. G Um, which is how all of these cousins started, right? He literally would teach us how to throw the finger as soon as possible. So you can't get that mad at Aria. I mean, she's just continuing the legacy here. It's in her blood. Yeah. One of her many bloods there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Valerie's the queen of the middle finger. She did the double middle finger. He was very proud of you for that. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. And I know some kids don't grow up not that they're not loved but it's a different environment so you never know what's going on or what influence so I just want to I always let her know you can always tell me anything don't be afraid to use your voice just Mm -hmm. tell me whatever you want to tell me there's nothing that I can be like oh my god I'm not gonna talk to you ever again that's why I think it's important too I actually saw this video the other day of how a mom reacted like when a little kid dropped something because I feel like a lot of times just as a mom, you're like, oh, my God, like, you know what I mean? And then like this person had pointed out like they showed like one kid like being yelled at as soon as that happened and another kid not. And like their facial expression was so different. And like they don't you don't realize even as a little kid, like a one year old, two year old, that's where they learn and they hide stuff from you. Yeah. Something so simple like that, like anyone would get mad at that. Right. And I feel like when you do that, you teach kids like it's okay to make mistakes and come to me with your mistake, because then that's when kids could start hiding things or being scared to come to you um, and things like that. So no use crying over spilled milk. (laughs) (laughs) And they lock that away. Like, I can't make mistakes. Yeah, it's not okay. Yeah, exactly. I also feel like as they get older, they're not always going to come to you because they're doing things that you know, obviously you're going to be upset about. And I do think it's important, like my role in my niece's lives, where I, I would like them to feel like, call me at midnight, you know, like if I don't have my phone on D&D, but <laughs> <laughs> call me and like, I'll come get you. Like, don't ever feel like you can't get to where you need to be or get out of a situation because yeah. you're scared of Stephanie. <laughs> I think I'm definitely somehow the mean aunt for sure. Not to Aria. <laughs> she always wants to, well, I know because you have Thea, but she always, can I call Stephanie? <laughs> She's so sweet. I had the type of um, mom that you're talking about, Alex, where they can come to you about literally anything. I still remember, like, in the, my mom says, like, in the fourth grade, I was so comfortable with her that I even ta- asked her what <laughs> I heard it in fourth grade good in the fourth grade um but I've always had that relationship with my mom and it I do feel like it saved me from a lot of stupid things that I would do if I hadn't didn't have that relationship with her Ellen is the same thing Valerie like I have that in my dad then and what you're saying is having the home base where you know you messed up and you still know you can they they can come to you and that goes that's so huge to have oh yeah absolutely I'm glad to have had that with my mom too and being able to 
So I know we don't share everything, <laughs> but being able to, if I messed up, being able to tell her, um, call her, mom, can you pick me up? The cops have me with my four well, little in the car. <laughs> and I just showed up to the house in the cop car as a surprise. <laughs> No call. I wanted to see the expression <laughs> as they got off. <laughs> but you're right. It is so important to have that trust with your parent because then you know you can find that in someone too, right? Like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like your parenting style, like Alyssa was saying in the last episode, really determines how your what your children are going to look for in partners and stuff also. Yeah, sure. Because if you're screaming at them, yelling at them, but then you're telling them, oh, I'm sorry, I love you. What's going to stop them from accepting that in a partner? Exactly. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Honestly. Do you want more kids? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard and it was hard on my body both times. Um, I had to deliver early for the first one. The second one, I had really bad gallstones and I could not eat what I wanted and which was really hard I was craving like everything (laughs) um and then I had c-sections not a lot of doctors will let me deliver naturally anymore and the c-section I I think hurt so bad and just thinking about it like I have my scar I'm touching right now so it hurts but I I always (laughs) wanted to have a boy um just especially my dad always wanted to have a, a, a little grandson. So I always thought about that, but I think I'm done. Bagheera? Duncan? <laughs> Once he likes. <laughs> okay, enough about the children. <laughs> Let's get to know Alex and the individual. Okay. So what's the funniest that? thing that's ever happened to you? <laughs> will um okay so I used to work at Best Buy um I was a sales supervisor there's in that there's not very many women in that role a lot of them (laughs) tend to go to operations so I went to a seminar and it was probably a ratio of five women to 20 men in this seminar and we had to do like a group activity and pick 10 things you would take on a deserted island. I messed up and I said, a flashlight <laughs> instead of a flashlight. And we're in a room full of male they could not stop laughing and I was like and the funniest part is I didn't know what a flashlight was so I didn't know why they were laughing all, all the men were changing their notes that's a good one <laughs> it's funniest thing they still know me um my oh my, God. my old friends where you said flashlight <laughs> well who explained it to you though if you didn't know what it was I looked it up like you don't know what a flashlight is look it up right now I'm like I'm scared <laughs> For those who may not know, what is a what flashlight? Is a flashlight? Oh it is a sex toy for men. <laughs> and it's like, it looks like a flashlight. <laughs> but it has a hole that looks like a vagina. <laughs> but they can put, you know, pretend, I guess, they're having sex with someone. <laughs> it's a masturbator, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 
And you gotta have it on that island. You might need that actually on a desert island. Maybe not you. Can't do waste with testosterone. (laughs) That's a good representation of you. (laughs) Flashlight. Okay. Um, Have you always lived in El Paso? No, I have lived in San Antonio three separate times. (laughs) When I met my well, husband now, um, I wanted something new, professionally where I didn't really know anyone. And I applied for a job in San Antonio and I got it. Within five months of knowing my future, well, my husband now, we moved to San Antonio. And we lived there for probably a year-ish before I missed my mom and my sisters. And I was like, I'm coming back. <laughs> um, and then we decided again, we wanted to get up and leave. I applied for a, I believe it was like a, a lead role at Best Buy still. And we left again, but this time we actually lived in our own apartment and um, it was a huge, um, it was different living literally by ourselves, me and Matt. It was a lot of fights, um, but I had Ariel in that time. <laughs> Aria, sorry. We know her her favorite again. (laughs) And I was scared to put her in daycares and I missed having my village to help with her. So I, well, we decided to come back and then (laughs) you went back. (laughs) My husband, (laughs) he got a, he was, he was still Monday through Friday working in Albuquerque, but he got a promotion to go to San Antonio, which he would probably only be able to visit because really it's further away from El Paso. He would probably only visit maybe once a month or twice. He'll try, he would have tried, but um, I was like, well, why don't we just all go together? Because at that time I was able to work remote. So we moved and then he got promoted within the next year and a half. So we came back with my family. <laughs> and she's here to stay. To stay yeah. <laughs> my dream is still for her to move to Arizona, but okay. <laughs> Maybe when Mia graduates and goes to school over there, we'll all migrate. I think yes. that's the plan. We'll live in your neighborhood. We'll we are. We already have the plan. <laughs> Alyssa, Wait. get on this plan. It's a <laughs> plan. In three years, we all be moving to Arizona to live our best life. My my brothers, yeah, that does sound like a lot of commitment. (laughs) (laughs) At least come visit often. Oh, I will. Yeah, we'll make a room for you. If if, wherever my brothers go, I'll go. That's what I need. So I was about to say, I heard that in brothers. (laughs) Well, it's just wherever I go, my dad will be there every weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Alex, if you could live anywhere, would would it be El Paso or would you go somewhere else? You know, it's hard. I love to live in El Paso. Yes, I would. But I want to, I would love to live in Colorado or Arizona. I'm going to be honest with you. Those are my next two. Maybe later, maybe when I retire or when, if Aria wants, she Aria always says she wants to go to Arizona and live there. (laughs) So maybe when she's goes into high school we can try something new but right now I'm here to stay yay yay (laughs) (laughs) that sounded so like (laughs) (laughs) 
is there anything that you would change about your personality? Um, you know, now I'm, I'm starting to be very self care, self love myself. So I wouldn't change things now. I think when I was younger, I was very shy and very, um, to myself, I wasn't, um, outgoing as I would love, would have loved to be. Uh, but then it, I don't think I would have met my husband in that case because he and he loves the way I am and he just always has inspired me to be better and go for things and challenges. So I don't I don't think I would change anything about my personality. Now I think about people, it. People that aren't outgoing get such a bad rap. It's like, oh, they're so quiet. They're so boring. But Boring. You guys don't think I never said boring. <laughs> I get that. I feel like my personality is similar to Alex's. As like, I'm not going to go up to a group of people and just start randomly talking to people. But I think it's it's just hard. Um, it depends on the setting sometimes, or it's just harder for people. I even include myself, like to open up so easily um versus like stephanie's personality and i feel like Alyssa sometimes no too. i can't go up to people though <laughs> oh i feel like stephanie's uh like uh what do you call the social life for the party i know just kidding <laughs> no not that <laughs> wow a public speaker like i feel yeah. like steph's a yeah. public speaker so that like nothing like in my opinion nothing stops you like nothing can stop you right really like saying what you want to say no matter or doing what you want to do no matter the circumstance it's weird because I feel that you Alexan and Valerie are very similar and you're the only ones that aren't Gemini's so I'm sorry about that but <laughs> just kidding. not even the same sign I know it's because Gemini's just take over so much. Just kidding. No, but well, I that's do think why we're quiet because our whole family is Gemini. So yeah. <laughs> I'll say this though. I am shy around certain people until I'm with the group that I'm very comfortable. Then I don't mm-hmm. I won't stop talking and we can just go on and on. And that's kind of me and that's what attracted me to Matt. Like we literally were at Wing Daddy's on our first day for maybe two hours, like just mm-hmm. talking back and forth back and forth and it just went from there mm-hmm. yeah. I get that I feel like a lot of opening up has to do with trust and that's how I am if I don't trust you or if you give me a bad vibe I don't feel like I want to waste my time talking yeah. to you no I, I remember I went to um, a lunch with someone and um, they had their friends and they're like why don't you want to talk I'm like I don't really have anything to say to you <laughs> <laughs> that's fair she's like I've never been invited again <laughs> I don't I know why. why. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hearing that, I hear like I think Valerie and Alex and Steph, you guys are more willing to get very deep. You're you're mm-hmm. willing to say things that are uncomfortable. I think, and I've noticed with me and Vivi, it's more like not that we're we are deep, right? We're not surface level, but it takes a lot to get past that surface. For, yeah, for us, it's because you gotta tr- like for me, like I really have to trust you to mm-hmm. let you in. And I feel like it's probably past trauma. Where you're like, I don't want you ever to use that as a weakness against me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, see, yeah. and that's the difference. Like, you guys are healthy. It's not like you open up and dump everything on everyone. You guys are healthy. I don't think me and Vivi are that healthy. <laughs> <laughs> We're the other extreme. Like, why do you deserve to know about me? Yeah. Why do you want to? Why? Know who's about? asking? <laughs> what do you know? 
Well, it's also hard when you talk to somebody and then all of a sudden you hear it from a different family member and you're like, wait, how did you, how did you know that? Yeah. I know by now with our family. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's mainly like our tias and grandma. (laughs) Grandma Lulu is an angel on earth. I love her with all my heart. But if Grandma Lulu knows, (laughs) everyone knows. Just like I tried, I told my mom when I was pregnant with Ariel that I'm going to Arizona to tell everyone. And everyone already knew. Oh, yeah, we knew. (laughs) No, but I feel like my mom does try to keep things secret, but doesn't remember all the secrets. like oh wait I wasn't supposed to say that hold on rewind but I always remember because like my dad like he works like he was around like salespeople and all this not to say that they're not trustworthy or anything but I feel like that environment like was a lot of like being around other women and kind of just like the party life in a way and I always remember like my dad had this friend that always would be with like had like two girlfriends or like some and leave them anonymous oh, <laughs> and anyways <laughs> she's all saying the name that's literally my mom right there they literally told my mom because my mom was oh, just yeah. with the other girlfriend right and then they're like Lori, remember do not mention that and the first thing she's like hi and mentions the name <laughs> of the other girl you know so and then I feel like my dad would even do that like one time with a family member like with a family member like he had he had brought like this new girl and he's like oh yeah you're the you're the nurse or something then she's like no that was the other girlfriend at least she knows about her it's it's not everybody's job to like keep up with what you're doing next time get (laughs) postcards Everywhere you are. <laughs> okay, not the next. Got it. <laughs> okay, Alex, what is something you're most proud of yourself for? Oh, wow. I feel getting out of my comfort zone, going to um, a new city, um, and being able to um, kind of get away from my shyness, do something. I'm very. If I'm comfortable, I'll do it. And it's very hard for me to get out of my comfort zone. So even going to a new city where I didn't know anyone at all and just wanted to start over and start new, I'm proud of myself. Also, I'm proud of um, my little humans and that I hope will be raised into awesome women. So you are. And your relationship, Alex, that's something to be proud of too. Like how yeah. hard you guys work at it. Everybody thinks it's super easy, but it's not. No, yeah, I you know. Well, it's yeah. it's not as hard when you have like a man. Yeah. <laughs> He's just so awesome. And I just can't. He really is. Think. We'll shout him out here. I want you guys to know, like for our podcast, he probably like get like is here like hours before uh-huh. something like he literally will set up everything for us where we literally just come in and like just put the headphones on like yeah. and it's so awesome and he's always like test the mic test this yeah speaking <laughs> to this mic yeah. Like, yeah yeah he's so awesome yes he i get a package he's like oh look what i got you i'm like what did you get me i got you a screen for your your podcast yeah. yeah i feel like he's so excited somebody even more <laughs> than me he's just, he's it's also a running joke with matt that the boy cousins call him the cousin and not alexander <laughs> literally they'll call matt and they'll they'll add him on snapchat send him like random snaps and they won't even tell me <laughs> yeah 
I know. And if I go by myself, where's Matt? <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> for asking Andy if he was going to go to the wedding, if he had asked time for time off, and he's like, well, duh, it's Matt's wedding. <laughs> it was Matt's wedding. <laughs> it really was. It really was. <laughs> Funny story. There was supposed to be a videographer goes to get me ready. Oh my god! Oh, you yeah. know where he was? He was watching Matt and all the group to get ready. So there's it no video of me sweating. getting ready. <laughs> I remember that. That's so funny. I wanted to say from the from Vivi's episode, we talked about like how you don't have role models of like I didn't have any model of a relationship growing up, and that can be a lot to do with who I am today. But throughout my life, like I've had very random very seldom that I have models and I consider you guys one of those like oh, it exists thank you. it's yeah. possible it is possible mm-hmm. <laughs> the right person <laughs> yes <laughs> okay self-care queen what do you do for self-care I have been well my podcast I feel like this is a therapy session I've been needing yes. <laughs> for so I just can't wait to um for Sundays and to get that but also um, I've been going to the gym, taking time for myself, um, just to love my body again. And not that my body wasn't like I birthed two, two little girls. So of course my body is going to change, but just getting that time, make myself stronger and just um, be a role model for my, my little Aria. She always asks me, did you go to the gym today? Did you go to the gym today? And I, that's what I do for self-care or Saturday, so Saturday nights, usually Matt falls asleep a little early sometimes so I do like my face mask and I watch um reality shows with drama (laughs) name love the drama which ones do you Um, watch well actually I've been watching Ginny and Georgia and Georgia oh I love that That one's good I love that one um I'll watch Vanderpump Rules from time to time the real housewife (laughs) we've been watching that and then just (laughs) For the sake of it, I love my Jersey Shore. <laughs> I see those lashes from over here too. Is that a new self-care thing? Oh yes, it is. Actually, it's been going on for. Oh, I'm glad I've kept up with. It. I've got lashes in the past before, but they did not lash me. They didn't last on me. <laughs> lash long. They didn't lash long. Thank you. <laughs> so, but this girl, she's she's been doing awesome. And then she talks to me, tells me about her life. And it is a form of self-care. Yeah, it is. And then I get to take a nap for two hours. Who is she? Because I need a lash person. I always just do my her own strip lashes. Lori. Lori. I sent her to you. Nice. Ellen has some lashes, I believe. Nice. <laughs> Guys, I think I need to go. <laughs> Are you a cowboy fan like your dad? I don't watch football, but my whole dad's side of the family is Cowboys fans. Mm-hmm. My mom is a Cowboys fan. Noah was. I don't know if he cares anymore, but yeah, so technically, and I have like a crew neck of Cowboys, but I've never watched it. <laughs> She's just there for the drinks, mm-hmm. the shots. Oh, yeah, we have to take a shot every time they make a touchdown. But I'll do that for the Chiefs. I'll do that for any team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can be part of our fan club. We're okay. recruiting. <laughs> we That's a story for another Sorry. day. <laughs> I gave up football for a long time, but ever since your guys' dad passed away, that's the one team that I will loudly go for. Aww. I'm super happy that they got to win a Super Bowl while he was alive because the joy in his face that Aww. day, like I even have a video of him celebrating 
because I mean, all his life, like they suck so bad. And it's like so embarrassing sometimes, but like it was so great to like see him see his team win a Super mm-hmm. Bowl. So seeing that you're a woman. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you're not anymore, Alex. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> What's your least? Because there's many favorite <sighs> stereotype about women. Um, I would have to say that like cooking is a woman's job. Like I hate, I hate that. Or if you don't cook, like, well, what are you doing for your man? like that and I know they say meals are like to the men's heart but I don't think that's necessarily true because I mean Matt cooks me steaks like every other like what about your heart (laughs) like what about me like I don't want to be cooking doing dishes and um also cleaning I know it's a little different now I'm not working like I do I I know this is bad but I cook for my kids it's because Matt my husband's very picky so I have to like make very specific meals sometimes I make three meals like one for me and then one for each of every one of them not like to cook for people like I absolutely like I know everyone's like I love to I hate it and I love Matt because he loves to cook for people he absolutely loves it like we're just made to (laughs) be together (laughs) because I I love to cook for myself because I like to try different recipes. I like mm-hmm. to try stuff with kale spit. Like I like veggies and didn't, none of my family, they don't. So like my <laughs> kids don't, he doesn't. So I love that he could, will cook. He loves like, that's his um, love language to me is he'll cook mm-hmm. me a steak. Like last night he cooked me a ribeye <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was so delicious. And asparagus, he even cooks things that he doesn't like for me. So, I mean, yeah. But I hate that. There are no rules, you know. It's just whatever works for you. Yeah. Works, you know, like I know everyone like I had like thing like what are you making? I'm like, oh, well, Matt will make it. <laughs> Do you feel like women naturally take on that role? Like it's our own fault sometimes. I I think it. You grow up that way, and you don't know because you see your mom cooking all the time. So you think like, oh, I have to cook like for everyone and everything when people come over. And there's sometimes I will like absolutely like I love to make lasagna, <laughs> but and lasagna is, soup and lasagna soup. <laughs> I want to try that still. It was it was it was really good, but I don't enjoy <laughs> cooking for everyone like mm-hmm. functions, and Matt does he loves it so Perfect. all power to him <laughs> don't find joy in like slaving over a hot kitchen <laughs> <laughs> there's That's no fair. reward I love it I love it <laughs> I love when people insult me <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. so what do you think you will be bringing to this podcast you know I'm just the funniest person like (laughs) you are Um, very funny (laughs) I just a different I for people who really haven't like who when I interacted with like in high school they they saw the shy part of me so just kind of opening up more getting out of my comfort this is so out of my comfort zone I hate posting about myself I hate posting pictures about like things like that and this has um helped me a little more like I hated the way I looked in videos, but I would still post them on TikTok and um, just being able to just love myself again, like I used to <laughs> love myself and be a role model to my girls um, as well as just showing everyone a life in with the Primas, my sisters, how it was so awesome growing up with them. 
um, and just self-care. Like it's okay to be who you are, no matter body size or how you look, like just be vulnerable, vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) You're also the most gentle out of the five of us, which I love about you. Yeah, for sure. I love how kind you are to everybody. And I need that. I need that kindness sometimes to mellow me out, you know? Yeah, we get our when weekly I, dose of it now. When I'm not yes. being sarcastic, I'm, I'm very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Even then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but our next episode will be with Valerie Ann, asking her mm. some questions, getting to know her. So follow us at the Prima Tapes on Instagram and TikTok. And then on Tuesday, we will have our YouTube videos of our podcast as well, our videos. Yay. Yay. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.